0: Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, October 31st.
1: What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York Tri-State area. And includes
0: features and interviews exclusively from WFUV.
1: I'm Ben Oppenheimer.
0: And I'm Christina Lulich.
1: And here are today's headlines.
0: Happy Halloween from us at WFUV.
1: And while people across the city may plan to continue their celebrations into the night, there will be some restrictions.
0: In Yonkers, Mayor Mike Spano announced that the Yonkers Police Department will enforce a curfew for children in the city.
1: Children ages 13 or younger must be home around 10 p.m., while children from 13 to 16 must be home by 11 p.m.
0: There are some exceptions, like if a child is accompanied by an adult or is leaving from work at a later time.
1: And Christina, let's not forget about the 50th annual Halloween parade in the village.
0: Well, how could we, Ben? It's one of the city's most iconic celebrations. This year's theme is Upside Down, Inside Out. It's meant to recognize returning to normalcy after the COVID-19
1: pandemic. But this year, the NYPD is on high alert, especially amid the war in the Middle East.
0: The NYPD says these kinds of mass gatherings have been the target of attacks that could get very violent. And in light of the conflict between Israel and Hamas, the city is taking every measure possible to ensure the parade is safe.
1: The parade will begin at 7 p.m. on Spring Street and is expected to end at around 11 p.m.
0: The MetroCard may soon become obsolete.
1: That's because the first vending machines for OmniCards are now available at several subway stations in New York City. This gives riders the option to buy and refill tappable cards.
0: Riders can use cash, credit cards, debit cards, and digital wallets to purchase their OmniCards at these vending machines.
1: NYC Transit President Richard Davey and Manhattan Borough President Mark Levine are encouraging riders to trade in their MetroCard for their OmniCard. They say tap-and-go Omni transactions are more convenient for commuters.
0: The first OmniCard vending machines have opened at multiple subway stations across the city. And the MTA is planning to put machines in all 472 subway stations across the five boroughs. The installation process will continue into 2024.
1: Prison ships may seem to be a relic of the past, but up until today, there's been one operating in New York City for decades.
0: The Vernon C. Bain Correctional Center is the city's last floating jail. It was introduced in 1992 as a temporary measure to ease overcrowding on Rikers Island.
1: The ship was the city's main jail complex for detainees awaiting trial, but it's proven to cause many problems for incarcerated individuals, given its poor conditions.
0: Vernon C. Bain will be fully evacuated by the end of this week. New York City officials say it's part of the city's plan to replace large correctional facilities with a system of smaller jails.
1: But for now, about 500 people currently on the ship will be transferred to Rikers Island, even though the jails there are also supposed to close down.
0: Spending on Halloween this year is expected to reach new heights. And as WFUV's Liam Dahlborn reports, shoppers may not be happy with the reason.
1: Total Halloween spending is expected to reach over $12 billion. That's exceeding last year's record of over $10 billion. But the National Retail Federation says the reason you'll be paying more for your Halloween costumes, decor, and candy is because of inflation. They say over the years, prices have been inching up since the pandemic. The survey finds that the average American will spend nearly $37 on a costume this year, which is 9% more than last year. Halloween decor will cost around $19. Let's not forget about the candy. It's 7.5% more expensive than in 2022. The average person will likely spend more than 30 bucks on their favorite treats. I'm Liam Dalborn, WFUV News.
0: The two largest cities in America are beefing again, and this time, it's about bagels.
1: The controversy started when an L.A. resident posted a TikTok about his bagel ordering experience in New York. He had this to say. In Los Angeles, if you order a bagel, you walk in and you say, hey, can I get a scoop gluten-free bagel? The person behind the bar is usually like, of course, we have these different options today for gluten-free. Of course, I can do that for you. In New York, I just walked in and asked for a scoop gluten-free bagel. The guy just looks at me and goes, I'm not scooping you bagel, bro. It's like, dude.
0: (laughs) The TikTok user complained about his stressful encounter at the deli. He also said that back in L.A., he would never be judged for asking for a scooped gluten-free bagel.
1: TikTok users stormed into the comments to mock the order, with many people saying they've never even heard of a scooped bagel until they saw the TikTok.
0: And other comments took it a step further. One user said the order was a crime, while another joked they need to start turning away Californians at the border.
1: This dispute between the two cities is certainly not the first in a long rivalry, and it definitely won't be the last. And now it's time for music.
0: Every Tuesday, the What's What podcast brings you an update on the latest music
1: news. And today we're joined by WFUV's Jaya Joyce. Hey Jaya.
0: Hey guys. So in honor of Halloween today, let's start with a recap of what everyone was wearing this
2: weekend. What kind of costumes were our favorite artists rocking with? There were some really extravagant costumes this year, but for me, there was a clear top three. Kelsey Ballerini hosted a Halloween party in New York City last week. She channeled her inner Margot Robbie and was dressed up as Western Barbie, which was one of the most popular costumes of the year. Adele was also a standout this weekend when she dressed up as Morticia Adams from the Adams family. She wore the fit during her show in Las Vegas. And Lizzo posted a photo on her Instagram of her dressed up as the late Tina Turner, saying in her caption that her costume was honoring her. She was even wearing a blonde wig. What a great lineup, and I'm sure we'll be seeing even more costumes in
0: the headlines tonight. But there was also some sad news this weekend with the passing of Matthew Perry, who's best known for his role as Chandler Bing in the hit show Friends.
2: How have artists been paying tribute to him? Charlie Puth played a piano version of the show's theme song, I'll Be There For You, during his show in Australia on Sunday. After the tune, he smoothly transitioned into his song, See You Again, which was written as a tribute to the late Paul Walker. Adele also paid a musical homage to Perry during one of her shows over the weekend. She told the crowd that she would remember his character on Friends for the rest of her life and dedicated her hit single When We Were Young to Him. Adele also commended Perry's openness about his addiction and sobriety, saying, I love what he did for us, especially what he did for me.
1: Now, let's shift gears a little bit. I saw the Beatles in recent headlines last week.
2: Yeah, they were in the headlines for a couple things. First, it's been announced that a John Lennon docuseries will be coming to Apple TV+. The three-part series will be about Lennon's murder in 1980 and his convicted killer, Mark David Chapman. And in terms of new music, it was also announced that the Beatles' final song, titled Now and Then, will be released this Thursday. With the help of artificial intelligence, the song will feature all four members, dead and alive. The song was originally written by John Lennon in the 1970s. New Kids on the Block also have some new stuff coming out this week. Their reunion album, The Block Revisited, will be released on Friday. And fans will be excited to hear that the band also just announced they'll be going on tour next summer. The Magic Summer Tour will feature Paula Abdul and DJ Jazzy Jeff. They'll be playing Jones Beach on August 4th. General tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. through Live Nation. And speaking of tours, Taylor Swift broke a lot of records
0: with her Eras Tour this past year. And last week, she released her new album, 1989,
2: Taylor's Version. How did it do? Once again, Taylor Swift broke a record with her release last week. But this time, it was her own record that she beat. Spotify announced on Saturday that 1989 Taylor's version was Spotify's most streamed album in a single day in the platform's history. She previously broke the record for most streams in a day with her 2022 album Midnight's. And it doesn't stop there. Bloomberg released last week that Swift has now reached billionaire status. It was estimated that around $120 million of her earnings came from Spotify and YouTube.
1: Jaya Joyce is a reporter at WFUV News who covers all things music. Jaya, thank you so much for coming on the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And even though we just wrapped up talking about her, we're celebrating another piece of Taylor Swift history today.
1: That's because a year ago today, Taylor's album Midnight's overtook all 10 of the top spots on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. That included songs like Karma, Lavender Haze, and Antihero.
0: She's the first artist ever to claim all 10 of the top spots on the chart at the same time.
1: And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports.
0: And as always, you can find more from us at wfuvnews.org and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: I'm Ben Oppenheimer.
0: And I'm Christina Lulich. And that's What's What. Happy Halloween!